0: Thank you for joining us tonight for our online Lord's Supper commemoration. This is going to be a special time. So I I want to thank you for gathering your family, uh, whoever is with you, and you may be by yourself. I want you to know you're not alone, that the Lord Jesus is with you, and so I know some of you have gathered with others, you've gathered with your friends or family members. I want to personally encourage all the dads who are here and participating to really take the lead right now and to, um, and to assume the role as the the spiritual high priest of your home. So thank you for doing that. And uh, this is going to be a special time. When we celebrate the Lord's Supper, it is a time of remembrance and a time of recollection. And so I wanna draw your attention tonight for just a few minutes to the scriptures. And I want you to turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, what we call a classic passage of scripture about the Lord's Supper. As the Apostle Paul is dealing with this subject with the church at Corinth, and he brings their mind and their thoughts back to the night when Jesus had gathered with his disciples it's crucifixion eve they're in the upper room and i want to highlight verse 23 as paul begins here's what he says the lord jesus the same night in which he was betrayed he took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and he said take and eat This is my body which is broken for you this do in remembrance of me And after that same manner also he took the cup and when he had supped saying this cup is the new testament the new covenant in my blood this do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me for as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. And Paul said, Whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord, and he uses a word gang, unworthily, or in a way, in a fashion that's not befitting, that's not worthy of the Lord. He says, this individual shall be, shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. And verse 28 is an admonition for us. He says, so let a man, let a woman, let a, let a child who is participating, so examine themselves. And so tonight, I, I want us to examine ourselves. I want us, as we remember, I want us to review and to allow the Holy Spirit to do some inspection and self-inspection for us. So Paul says, examine yourself. So as you eat the bread, as you drink the cup, for he that eats and drinks unworthily eats and drinks damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. That last phrase, ladies and gentlemen, not discerning the Lord's body, that doesn't mean that this bread actually becomes the literal, physical body of the Lord. That's not what that means. We understand that when Christ held that bread up, that unleavened bread, it was purely symbolic. There was no transubstantiation or anything such as that where it literally became Christ's body. But it was figurative. It symbolized his broken body. And, and, And the blood doesn't literally become, the the juice doesn't literally become the blood of the Lord Jesus. It's all symbolic. It's that way for a reason. So what could Paul mean there when he talks about discerning the Lord's body? Well, could it be that he's talking about discerning exactly what Christ did, the importance of his sacrifice? And even in the context, the greater context of as we relate to one another, one of the things that was occurring here at Corinth was these Corinthian Christians had become so self-focused and self-absorbed that they were not even thinking about the other believers. And so Paul said that one of the greatest ways for us to be right relationally with one another to bring us again in right relationship with God is to so contemplate the broken body and the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So as he writes this, he takes the reader back to crucifixion Eve as Jesus had gathered in the upper room with the apostles. So I want you to gather there in your mind. They're in the upper room and they are seated on the ground reclining up against the table. Sometimes we see portraits or paintings and that's all they are of the apostles sitting in chairs. <laughs> they weren't sitting in chairs, they were sitting on the floor reclining back against more than likely a round circular table. And Jesus passes the bread he passes the cup to them this was to symbolize something that took place in their history in the hebrew history 1500 years before it was that night of all nights when the angel came to the land of egypt and passed through the land those that had the blood applied to the doorpost The angel passed over, those without the blood applied. The firstborn in each home there in the land of Egypt, the firstborn died. We call that the Passover, hence the name for what would become the national celebration of every Hebrew family once a year. And in the minds of the apostles, that's what they were thinking about. They were thinking about being covered by the blood. That blood that had been put on the doorpost. And so naturally, consequently, their minds would have gone not just to think about the covering by the blood, but they would have thought about the sacrifice of an innocent life. That innocent life was the life of the Lamb. That, that without blemish, without spot, that spotless lamb, that one lamb for every family, the head of that home would take that lamb and would sacrifice the lamb and then was told by the Lord to to, to collect the blood in a basin and then to take a branch of, of hyssop, these hyssop leaves and to take it and and take the blood and to apply it to the doorpost but those disciples knew that if blood was going to be used then that necessitated the sacrifice of this lamb they had that on their mind and then they not only thought about the blood applied to the doorpost and the sacrificing of the life of that lamb but ladies and gentlemen, you know they had to think about the deliverance from Egyptian bondage. And that that had been prayed for and desired for 400 plus years. Now God had finally heard their prayer. And in conjunction with the blood applied and the sacrifice of the lamb, they knew what God had done. God did that night when he delivered their ancestors from Egyptian bondage. That's why they called it the night of nights. And in their minds, as those apostles had gathered, that's what they were thinking. And yet I want you to know that on that night, as they gathered, gathered in that upper room... Jesus was about to totally revolutionize their concept of Passover. You see, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus was taking it from a purely historical, nationalistic concept for those men, and he was making it a deeply personal, innately spiritual concept. And so from then on out, whenever those apostles and whenever you and I tonight, we think back to the Lord's Supper, to the Passover meal. We think too about the covering of the blood. And yet it's the blood of Jesus that covers our sins. For without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. And the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin for we are not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold our vain tradition received from our fathers we are redeemed by the precious blood of the lamb of god who was slain before the foundation of the world so tonight we think about being covered by the blood of the lord jesus christ and our sins being washed away just like the apostles we realized that in order for that blood to have been applied that blood had to have been shed by the perfect innocent Lamb of God and the sacrifice of his life as John the Baptist pointed to Jesus as Jesus came over that hill in John 1 verse 29 john said behold the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world that passover lamb in egypt was one lamb for one family but thank god jesus the perfect passover lamb was one infinite lamb for the sins of the whole world glory to his name forever after that ladies and gentlemen the apostles would not only think about the blood applied they would only think about Jesus as the perfect lamb but they would think about as Jesus said that new covenant whereby it wasn't just freedom from Egyptian bondage but it was freedom and deliverance from the worst bondage of all that being the bondage of sin Jesus totally transformed their understanding of that meal. And ladies and gentlemen, because he's totally transformed our lives, that's why we call it the Lord's Supper. It's not just something that we do just to get it out of the way, but we truly celebrate and commemorate the greatness and the beauty of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And so tonight as we partake, as we join in, I want us to examine ourselves. If there is an issue, a spiritual issue between us and the Lord, let's deal with it right now. While I'm talking on the outside, I pray that in the next few minutes as we contemplate Jesus, I'm praying that the Holy Spirit will be speaking to all of us on the inside and that we would draw nigh to him and draw close on purpose. And then perhaps, friend, there's there's a conflict between you and another person. It could be husband and wife. and, And I say this respectfully, but I say this deliberately, friend. If there is such a situation, deal with that right now. Stop whatever you're doing and make that right with that person. Ask for forgiveness. Pause this video. Put the the phone down. Put the iPad up. And you call that person. You, You make the apology that you need to make. If there's something relationally between you and another person, God says, don't don't take this unworthily. Don't have issues in your life that are unresolved and not dealt with. Deal with those things. That's what Christ is worthy of. And then as we receive the cup and the bread, reflect on Christ. Think intentionally about Him. And so now we enter into the time and... So I encourage all of you to participate with us. Obviously, you have to be intentional and deliberate and careful as you open up the packet. And you will notice that the bread is on the top there. So I, along with you, I've already opened one, I'll open another. Parents, you may wanna help your children as they open the packet. So I encourage you to open the top with the bread. I'm doing it too so that it may be a struggle for some. Just take your time. A moment we're going to receive the bread. And I want you as we do, I want you to deliberately take 60 seconds. And I want you to contemplate deliberately the broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said in 1 Corinthians 11:23, the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took the bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Let's pray and ask Jesus and thank him for the broken body. Father, thank you for your broken, sacrificed body that bore the wounds. Suffered our hell. Help us to contemplate you just now. In Jesus' name. said this is my body which is broken for you this do in remembrance of me take the cup in your hand verse 25 says after the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped saying this cup is the new testament in my blood this do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me let's pray right now and thank the Lord for the shed blood of Christ dear Lamb of God We realize that it was not just sufficient for you to give your life, but it was a divine, eternal requirement that your blood be shed. We realize that the shedding of blood symbolizes the taking of a life, a voluntary, sacrificial giving of yourself away. Thank you that your blood is precious. Your blood is incorruptible. Your blood saves us and cleanses us from every sin. And as deep and as dark as our sins go, your blood cleanses even deeper. And we give glory to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus said, this blood is the new testament, the new covenant. As oft as you drink it, do this in remembrance of tonight I invite someone in your group dad you may choose for it to be you or mom you may decide to do this or someone else may voluntarily do this I want you to take 60 seconds someone in your group someone in your group tonight take 60 seconds and share with the group your salvation testimony someone do that right now I know it'll be a blessing to those in your group. Someone do that just now. tonight as we close our Lord's Supper service I want us to corporately join together in just a moment and sing the first verse and the chorus to the old rugged cross and you I know you most likely know it if you don't just at least know the tune you can hum along with us and join in on the chorus But as a family, as a unit whoever you're with right now Let's just lift our voices and thank the Lord for his shed blood and broken body on the old rugged cross. Join with me in singing verse one. On a he In prayer tonight, I invite you right where you are. Perhaps you've tuned in and you don't even know the Lord as your Savior. You've never trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord. Would you do that right now? Would you embrace Jesus, the one who bled and died for your sins? Would you say yes to Him? Would you repent and believe the gospel? friend it's not by taking the Lord's Supper that we're saved it's having the blood applied to our souls being cleansed that's what makes the eternal difference would you say yes to Jesus just now then friend I invite you right now if there's a need in your life a spiritual need to the Lord about it. Every single one of us, I, I want to implore you tonight to make this prayer a prayer of recommitment and rededication. Lord, I want to recommit my life to you, my heart to you, everything I am to you. Would you do that just now? Oh, dear Savior. You paid much too high price for us to be stunned and stagnant in our growth. You paid much too high price for us to be mediocre, average, ho hum, lifeless, passionless Christians. You paid much too high price for us to be carnal. For us to dabble in sin and for us to be half hearted, one foot in, one foot out. You've paid much too high a price for us to be lukewarm. And so tonight, as your family, Lord, as your children, we recommit ourselves to you. Revive us, give us a hot love, unsurpassed allegiance to our King we love you lord jesus increase our love in the mighty name of christ we pray and all god's people said amen thank you for joining us